0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Russell Wortham Show. Coming to you live, as always, commercial-free from my super-secret Pat K. Folks, we're back. Back in the middle of greatness. Okay, this is going to be a tad bit of a short show. We will still get a lot of stuff accomplished, but very quick road map for you guys. So, we are going to talk about the NBA season coming back. Uh, At the end of next month, we're going to talk about George Floyd, and it only took, now I cannot take any credit whatsoever, but it only took a little bit of pressure to have Dwayne Johnson and LeBron James both say something of any great consequence Last week. About what's going on. Uh, and. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk about all that. And then we will jump in. To uh, WWE. We'll talk about NXT TakeOver. In your house. We'll talk about. The next show coming up. Backlash. On Sunday. Also the Intercontinental Championship. The Cruiserweight Championship. Tournaments and uh, that is pretty much that. So very simple roadmap. So let's just jump right in. So as I said, the NBA is coming back at the end of next month. That's great and fine. I'm just a little worried about the format because there's eight games left in the season. They've invited 22 teams in. Now It's eight teams from the Western Conference, eight teams from the Eastern Conference. They're already in the playoffs if they started right now. And then six teams that are within an earshot of doing that. Okay, that's all well and good. But here's the problem. And the problem is... That the idea is, well, if you're in ninth place and let's say you're four games in back of uh, 8th place, you're going to have essentially a play-in tournament to to see who gets the 8th seed. I'm like, uh, no. Every other time... You play 82 games and let's say you're four games back of eighth place after playing all your games. I'm sorry, you didn't make the playoffs. I know that's a bit uh heartless, but it's how that's always been. So now you're saying, Well, yeah, if you're four games and back, yeah, we'll we'll give you a chance. Uh really? No, you <laughs> look. I don't mind that you have these twenty-two teams there, and hey, if teams that are in ninth place can, honest to goodness, you know, overtake uh, the teams that are in eighth through those eight games, then great, fantastic. But don't just say, well you're just outside the playoffs, but gosh darn it, we're going to give you a chance to get back in the playoffs. No, no, that's not, mm, no. <laughs> it's a tad convoluted for me. I, I I don't really agree with it, but I'm not going to belabor the point. So there's, there's that. So actual basketball is played at the end of next month. All right. Now, very quickly, George Floyd. I can't take any credit, none whatsoever, but I did call out Dwayne Johnson, I did call out LeBron James last week in long form during the first half of my show, and guess what, folks, (laughs) about the middle of last week, you finally heard something from LeBron and Dwayne of any great substance Now I don't have their tweets right in front of me So I, I apologize for that But If you look at their social media Feeds You know they've actually said something So it's just kind of like Okay well that's all I had to do then huh? Is Just call you out <laughs> On this show uh, Look I'm not kidding myself And I'm not trying to down myself I promise you but I don't really know how many people are actually listening to this show. Okay, I sincerely doubt that LeBron James and Dwayne Johnson are listening to this show. But I'm glad that they finally said something. Uh, so there's that. <clears throat> also, the NFL came out and said... Yeah, we got this wrong. Uh and and all that. No, here's the thing. And I'm going to just leave you guys with this and a bit of context. I am disabled, okay? I was born with spina bifida. It is a neurological condition. And so I have been in a wheelchair for the last 30 Five-ish years, roughly, uh, and so here's the thing. for those people who say, "Oh, it's disrespectful to to kneel, oh, it's it's disrespectful. And I'm talking about people up to and including the presidents, and I won't get into that, but if people like that are saying, "Oh, it's being disrespectful. Thinking, uh huh, well, um, I can see maybe your point, maybe, <laughs> but what about me? Yeah, I'm in a wheelchair, I'm sitting for the national anthem. Are you going to say I'm being disrespectful? What about veterans that have had catastrophic injuries where? they are also in wheelchairs. What, what about, you know, the, the, the greatest generation, <laughs> World War II, and the people that frankly, quite literally, saved the world, <laughs> and they're in wheelchairs. Are they being disrespectful? So, let's be honest here. This has nothing... This has nothing to do about the flag. We're disrespecting the military. or disrespecting the country. This is everything to do with race. It's just that simple. For me, it's that simple. Y'all can maybe disagree, but I just really feel that this, people that are complaining about people kneeling, it's not about the kneeling. It's it's not about the kneeling. It's about trying to say, "Oh yeah, well, you know, I I I have white privilege or whatever." And I'm thinking, "Uh, uh-huh, yeah, well, I've checked my white privilege a long time ago." <laughs> I'm not saying I don't have it. I do. But I don't flaunt it. I don't say, "Gosh, I'm 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 better than you." I No, that's silly. That's just absolutely silly. I, I I, don't do that. So, here's the thing. Very quickly. I wish that these people would have come out a lot sooner than what they did. I'm grateful that LeBron James and Dwayne Johnson both came out and said, Hey, this is not okay. I'm glad that the NFL, that Roger Goodell is saying, you know what, Uh, we got this wrong, we're going to try better. Here's my concern. It's very simple, and then we'll move forward. My concern is very simple. We keep saying we're going to change, we're going to do better, we're going to listen to each other, we're going to make this up somehow to people of you know that that they're uh, you know black and brown and then we talk about it for a little bit and then we think okay well we 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 solved this we we solved the we solved the issue we don't need to talk about this anymore and then we just don't talk about this anymore and that's really kind of a shame because we're having to deal with 400 years of history. In in this country, in the United States of America, we are dealing with 400 years of shared history that we're having to fight against, and it's not going to be solved overnight. I, I wish it was, but it's just not going to be solved overnight. Bottom line. Bottom line is this. We need to keep talking. Don't just say, well, we've had, and I'm doing the whole air quotes thing, we've had the difficult conversation. And then say, eh, because that's not going to solve anything. Let's have those conversations and then let's learn from each other. That is where we need to be. It's not impossible. It may take may take a hundred years. Who knows? But we have to make the the attempt. We have to make the try. We just have to. As a human species, we can grow. We can change. We can evolve. We can be better. And, you know, again, I won't get into this because I, I won't, but when I hear The president, when I hear the press secretary for the president saying, well, he feels like, you know, it's being disrespectful. Well, it's, it is about the flag. Well, it is about disrespecting the military. I'm like, bugger off. (laughs) Okay. That's about the, because this is a family show, this, that's the, that's the sternest I can say it. Bugger off. Okay? It's not about the flag. It's not about the country. It's not about disrespecting either or the military. It's about social justice. It's about drawing attention to a problem that needs to be solved. That's that's just that. Anyway. All right. Enough with that. <laughs> Let's jump straightway into WWE uh, very quickly again. Yesterday was NXT in your house and that was actually a really fun show. So we'll just go through these matches very quickly. So you had Mia Yim, Shotzi Blackheart, and Tegan Knox uh, defeating Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. That was actually a very fun match. It was fast-paced. It was <clears throat> it was back and forth. It was physical. And I'm actually glad that Mia Yim won. Why? Because she's one of those people that WWE brought in because they said, oh, well, if you're one of the top even 10 women's wrestlers in the world, we don't want you going somewhere else. And I've seen Medium and sometimes she wins, sometimes she loses, and I was thinking, if she loses again, it's like you're just wasting her time. You're wasting her career. But fortunately, Medium did Went along with Shotzi Blackheart. I love Shotzi Blackheart. I, first time I saw her was at the Evolve event uh, last year. The anniversary show. Uh, and she is just... I mean, she is... Just... Floor it. She is just... Go straight and just... Go go crazy. I, I love it. And Tegan Knox you know it's just amazing what she's uh, come back from Candice Lore yeah, I love the fact that she's turned the switch she's flipped the switch she's made a seamless transition into being a heel I I I dig the look I dig the attitude I I think yeah she she's amazing Dakota Kai you know uh, but Raquel Gonzalez Man, she has all the physical tools. If she can put those tools together, oh man, <laughs> she is going to be scary. <laughs> so, that's, that's that. Uh, next up, Finn Bauer defeating Damian Priest. That was a heck of a match. It was physical. And the ending where Damian Priest uh, just had that sickening thud on the ring steps it it reminded me of Shawn Michaels hitting his back on uh the casket uh, against uh the Undertaker and it cost him what four years of his career uh so yeah huh, I hope Damian Priest is actually okay um uh, but, you know, we'll see. But that was a heck of a match. Uh, Finn Balor, yeah. <laughs> he is as advertised. He's just that good. Uh, next up, Keith Lee. Defeating Giant Gargano to retain the NXT North American Championship. Again, physical. Very physical. Giant Gargano is a great heel. He's uh, kind of a sniveling heel. Uh, but... He is really uh, good. He's really good. He He's a good storyteller. Here's my problem with Johnny Gargano, though. And this is very quick. My problem with Johnny Gargano is that he may be the heart and soul of NXT. But when was the last time that he had a sustained run of winning? I mean, you get to NXT TakeOver... And you know that Johnny Gargano is going to have a great match. You know he's going to have a great match. But then he loses. And he keeps losing and keeps losing and keeps losing. And it's just like, Johnny, are you ever going to win? (laughs) I mean, are you wanting to win? I don't understand. I really don't understand what's going on with Johnny Gargano. Uh, Next up. Adam Cole defeating Velveteen Dream in the last chance backlot brawl for the NXT Championship now. Uh, since Velveteen Dream lost, he can no longer challenge for the NXT Championship while Adam Cole is still the champion. It was... Oh my gosh. It was incredible. It was really incredible. It was, It was cinematic, but... It was just—it was absolutely incredible to see uh, how they they pulled that off, and this was a lot better than one final beat, one last beat from WrestleMania. This was the match that should have happened at WrestleMania between Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. Uh, so this was just absolutely incredible. Uh, so again, it's like the other cinematic matches. I can't adequately describe it. Just go and watch it. It was that good. Uh, the penultimate match was Karrion and Cross with Scarlett. They're scary. <laughs> they are a scary duo. I, I oh my gosh, they dismantled Tommaso Ciampa absolutely just dismantled the guy uh and did it in what about 6 minutes A little over 6 months I mean that was that was that was a beat down that was not a competitive match so I don't know if there's going to be a story with Tommaso Champa I I I don't know But, uh, anyway, so there's that. And finally, uh, Io Shirai defeating Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. Fast-paced, high-flying, hard-hitting Io Shirai. I'm I'm over the moon that she won. I I said last week, if you're not going to have Io Shirai win... You're wasting her time. You're wasting her talents. And... Uh, fortunately... WWE... Has seen fit to have Io Shirai Be... The NXT Women's Champion. Now... Here lies the problem. She pinned the wrong person. And, now... She didn't... Actually pin the wrong person. Because, I mean... I'm sure they they figured out in advance that, you know, she was going to pin Rhea Ripley. But, to me, if they wanted to build Io Shirai as this babyface, then she should have pinned Charlotte Flair. And Charlotte now can come back and legitimately say, Hey, you didn't pin me. (laughs) You didn't beat me. And I get why they did it with Rhea Ripley. Because that's going to say, okay, well, we're preserving Io as a heel. But how can you, oh my gosh, if you followed Io Yo career, how could you boo Io Yo Good Lord. She's amazing. And, and here's the thing. The ending with all the confetti. And the streamers. And it was it, it was like you were in Japan. <laughs> it was brilliant. I loved it. I loved. And the emotion. Just the sheer emotion. From Yoshirai. Oh my gosh. I, you, you, you gotta love Yoshirai. My goodness. And. I'm afraid that she's going to be a transitional champion. I'm afraid that uh, they're going to try to hot shot the title back to Rhea Ripley. My my thing is my Rhea Ripley is 24. My gosh. She's 24. She's got gobs of time. And you're wanting to just do this? Uh-huh. Okay. Anyway, so that's uh, NXT uh, in your house. Oh, uh, a couple of last uh, quick uh, notes. I, I dug the nostalgia. <laughs> I dug the set. I dug the video board. I dug uh, I can't believe I'm saying this. I, I dug seeing Todd Penn, Gale, uh 25 years later. I dug the old referencing to AOL messaging, you know, an AOL chat and the old school computer and the 900 numbers. And I mean, it was, it was just super fun. Uh, Oh, and and Adam Cole with IcoPro. Pro. Oh, yep. Sign me the freak up. (laughs) I was, I was a geek. I was a geek. So, that was really cool. Dug that whole thing. All right. So, we're going to go very quickly into Backlash coming up this Sunday on the WWE Network. Edge versus Randy Orton. They're dubbing this the greatest wrestling match ever. Oh, jeez. That's just setting up for failure because I mean there's a lot of great matches. I could name you a dozen matches that I think are great. It's all subjective. But they better make this the greatest wrestling match ever if you're going to say it's the greatest, the greatest wrestling match ever. Just just saying. They they put themselves into a bit of a into a into a bind. Here's the thing about Randy Orton I am a little upset with him because he said, you know what? You're right. I don't have the passion that you have, Edge. I have been doing a half-baked job for the last 20 years, and I I haven't really applied myself. And I'm thinking, well, how dare you, Randall? I mean, <laughs> you have so much God-given talent, and yet you're saying you're not passionate? Huh, Uh, okay. Look, Randall, Randall, if you're not passionate about wrestling, okay, then go and find what you're passionate for. That's simple. Now, the the only other explanation for what he said was that he was trolling people. One or the other. I'm taking Randy Orton at face value. That he really is not passionate about wrestling. He really is doing this because this is a backup plan for him. That was kind of insulting to a person who's been watching wrestling for 35-ish years. That was insulting. I was like, really, Randy? You're going to say you're not passionate. Oh, okay. Good. Good to know. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. But uh, Bobby Lashley, yeah, yeah, I just, no, I, I don't see him winning the championship. Ron well, Strowman uh, against Miz and Morrison in a 2 1 1 handicap match for the Universal Championship. Hey, this storyline came up out of absolutely no wear on Friday, and, you know, Ms. Morrison were were trying to get under the skin of Braun Strowman to get him off of his game, and I'm thinking, oh, uh, that was just really, uh. uh anyway, uh, Asuka versus Nia Jax for the Raw Women's Championship, that should be a good match, Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. Y- y'all know where I stand on the Jeff Hardy thing. I, 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 I that was just cringe. That was just cringe. Uh, what they were doing, and then Bailey Zasha Banks, the new women's tag team champions, against Lexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus the iconics of Billy Kay, Payne Royce, Triple Threat for the women's tag championships. Oh my gosh, yep. Thank you. <laughs> yes please. Right. So that is uh that's uh what's going to happen with Backlash. Now very quickly the Aaron Condell Championship tournament finals coming up this week. AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, yes please that is a indie wrestler's dream as a dream match. People throughout the term dream match, that's a dream match. It just really is. So we'll see what happens with that. Also, uh, the Cruiserweight Championship Tournament, El Hijo del Fantasma did beat Drake Maverick in the finals. But, but when all hope seemed lost, when there was just a sense of despair, you know, for for Drake Maverick, he goes back up the ramp, and who comes up behind him? But Hunter, okay, Triple H comes up behind him, hands him an NXT contract, and said, "You've earned this." I, <laughs> it's like I said at the top of the show. I'm not crying. You're crying. I mean, that was just a, that was a dang onions moment. That was a, just a, oh my gosh, <laughs> that was that was brilliant. Loved it. Uh, I know that there, there's been some people that have said, well, that's kind of, that's kind of wrong to make a storyline out of somebody who was legitimately let go and then they decided to bring them back. Okay, fair enough. Fair fair point. But Drake Maverick showed me he showed everybody he's not just a comedy piece. He's not just a general manager. He's not just a manager. He's not the guy who, and again, this is a family show, <laughs> lost bodily functions the beginning of a match, but he's a dang good wrestler. I, I'm over the moon for Drake Maverick. Uh, and look, I don't know when they decided to bring Drake Maverick back. Okay, I I, I don't know when that was, and nor do I really care. Drake Maverick earned his way back into WWE. He earned his way back. So, hey, Leo Rush, you can say, you know, this was, you know, bad storyline. You can call Sour Grapes, all this other stuff. And I'm not trying to start anything with you, Leo, but you should have fought. You should have fought harder. If you really wanted to be in WWE, if that was your dream, your goal, fight. Fight for it. Don't just stand there and say, well, I guess they're not using me, so I'll be here whenever they want. No, no. You you kick the door down. You do what Becky Lynch did. Becky Lynch was on her way out. By all accounts, if she were to have lost one more match, think about this. She was one bad match away from leaving, from being dismissed. She was one match away. And what would she do? She turned in the performance of a lifetime against Charlotte Flair. She got the crowd solidly behind her. She kicked down her own door. So, look, I am so sorry. Honestly, I am so sorry for everybody who lost their job during Black Wednesday. I am very sorry about that. But, Leo Rush, you can whine, you can complain, or you can fight. You should have fought for your spot. You didn't. So I don't want to hear, oh, this is in really poor taste, and oh my gosh, good people lost their jobs. Yes, 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 you're right. You're right. But come on, Leo. Fight. Fight for it. Fight for what you want. Kick down your own door. My gosh. Not that hard. (laughs) Not that hard. Anyway... Right. Well, that is the show uh, for this week. Uh we will be back next week we will uh go through. We will uh talk about backlash. We'll talk about the Intercontinental Championship tournament final. And hopefully uh some more things will come up. Uh the pike uh but until then folks this is russell wortham uh coming to you live again from my super secret bat cave and just like the beatles saying all oh, those many years ago and seriously folks love is all you need i will see you guys next week